Hey everyone. Welcome to episode 23. Emma and I have not potted in like two weeks. It feels like forever because we've pre-recorded, we've done a lot of hot girl summer content, yeah. uh, but now we're back to being smart girlies yeah. to provide you some information. Something that will actually help you versus us just yelling on the streets of New York. I mean, maybe that's your therapy, but we've gotten a lot of questions about food and skin and chin acne, which I was looking at in the mirror this morning as we came to record this podcast. I'm experiencing it right now as I'm supposed to get my period in like a literal day, which yeah. is fun. Love that. So if you didn't listen to episode 21, we talked about hormones and it kind of relates to this episode a lot. I think about like what part of your cycle you're in, what you should eat, what how you should move. And it kind of has some similar themes to what we're going to talk about today, which is skin. As everyone knows, your skin is your largest vital organ, as they say. So eating and putting on products on your face is going to, yeah, it's going to do a lot for your skin, Emma. So much for you. I was just going to say, the skin is like the biggest mystery. Like, I feel like I wake up and I'm like, wow, I'm glowing. And the next time, I'm like, what the fuck are these weird rash- rashes and also, like, acne? Like, what is this? We've also talked about body dysmorphia, but I'm like, I have mirror dysmorphia with skin. Like, when I was home in Minnesota, I was like, damn, my pores look good. And then I got back and I was like, the lighting here. Like, Brother, it's all in the lighting. It's all really in the insane. Lighting. And and then if you take a photo of yourself, it's just like, mm, what's happening there? So it's uh, a lot to unpack. <laughs> a lot to unpack. And in this episode, you know, we're not the Dewey Dudes. Um, shout out Dewey Dudes if you want to collab on a pod. If you want to educate us on, you know, fucking retinol. Yeah, retinol. Let me know. We can educate you on spirulina. What but, ingredients I should and shouldn't be looking for in a product because I am very clueless when it comes to that world. Yeah, so this is not a skincare pod. You guys, this is a wellness pod. So we're going to tap into skincare from that angle, which I think you guys will appreciate because, yeah, the whole world of skincare is a beast. And skincare is expensive. And yeah, food is, you know, more affordable. Yeah. Right. It can be. Right. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> this is like a stupid intro. <laughs> yeah, this is a dumb intro. Um, Emma and I are drinking water. I have some brown sludge. We're going to get a cold brew later, so kind of Watch waiting. this space. So excited Maybe we for do that. that as like a little intermission. Oh, we could, yeah. It's a, it's another rainy day in New York, so it's kind of a depression mode. We're really faking the energy over here. <laughs> I know, and I've been wanting to buy um, the ultimate GT's kombucha flavor, the root beer. And, like, get crazy in the kitchen. I've been thinking about, like, oh, not, like, ice like a root cream. Beer. Oh, a root beer float I could get behind. Would be good, but then I would have to go purchase ice cream, and I would feel weird about that. Sun scoop. Oh, true. You and I eat, like, you know... Yeah. It together. I know, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Ice cream girls, I'm sure you can relate that if you live alone and just have like a pint of ice cream in your like friend. It's a lot. It's a lot. mentally I'm like I can't it's have kind of like that. psychological warfare. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to commit that to myself and then also pay for that. Like it paying for self harm. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but I was thinking about the root beer kombucha, but I have so many C B D beverages in my fridge right now that I don't need more beverages. I just need to go through what I already have. Um, where the fuck were we in this episode? Uh, we're going to be talking about skin today. I don't know. I guess I'm going to be talking about kombucha. Oh, shout out to um, us getting 8K on the meme page. Yeah, if you're some fucker that keeps on following us, what are you... We like- got we to gotta stay at the 8K. So, girlies, keep on resharing, reposting. <laughs> it takes an army. <laughs> Literally, it takes an army to build some dumb bucket hats for you over the summer we want to make merch we want to make product guys like just imagine emma and i if you even know what we fucking look like (laughs) at this point (laughs) imagine us over the summer in new york 
going on the hunt for just like bulk nuts and seeds and batch testing, having an Excel document with like all of our products we're going to make one day. That's what we're doing this Maybe summer. Maybe we ship you the test batches and then you can survey or we can, you can fill out a survey and let us know if it tasted like shit or if it was like equally as good as fucking Coco June or Artisana. Yeah. I texted my, uh, my sister, my mom about like, Emma and I want to make products. And they're like, when did you come up with that? And I was like, literally since we created the podcast, like since November, when we were voice memo, we wanted to make products one day. We knew that. And I was like, yeah, like, oh, I don't believe in unpaid internships as I had been an unpaid intern and Emma probably has many times, but like, it would be really sick if we had some unpaid intern to go buy us just like bulk raw cashews. And like, we didn't have to do that. If but you're, looking, if you're looking for some unpaid labor, hit Kate and I up. Yeah. If you want to be an Uber delivery bike rider, like let's go and let's do it. But Kate, not, Kate has some Rebel credit. She can, she can lend you the Rebel well, credit. Yeah. You can get on the Rebel and come back. You get can borrow back. my city bike pass. Yeah. Get in sa- safe in one place. But mm-hmm. I think we would actually enjoy the part of like, you know, seeking and foraging, being local artisan woman, <laughs> go get, <laughs> going, getting woman, oh raw God. nuts and seeds to make some stupid products for you girls. Um, I think we should get into the podcast. Yeah, enough enough of the chatter. I'm sure you guys enjoy the chatter because you're inside our brains now. I don't even remember what I started that tangent with. Wow. <laughs> wow, the pancakes I made today are hitting! But welcome to episode 23, title... In question. We'll see. Hi, CMOS girlies. We're excited to introduce you to our newest podcast sponsor, Hilma. Hilma offers natural remedies for things like headaches, indigestions, and cold. I found Hilma when I was looking for some natural alternatives to medicine cabinet staples and pharmacy brands. Here are some of our favorite Hilma products that we've tried out. I've tried out their immune support. It's a single serving of six essential ingredients to help boost your immune system. It includes things like echinacea, vitamin C, and more. The products are formulated by doctors and holistic practitioners, so you get the best of both worlds. My favorite thing I've tried by Helma are their new elderberry immune gummies. Most gummies on the field and in the market tend to have fillers and other suspect ingredients that you don't really know what you're consuming in the products. Helma, however, has no fillers, dyes, or synthetic sweeteners and flavors in their immune gummies, which is why they stand out to me as a consumer. Helma really makes you feel good about what you use to feel better without the side effects or toxic mystery ingredients in their products. Also, Hilma is founded by three women who saw a need for this and got to work. We love to support that. They take ingredient transparency seriously and use the highest quality of natural ingredients. So, if this sounds like a good fit for you guys, you can go to hilma.co backslash CMOS. It's spelled H-I-L-M-A dot co slash CMOS to shop all of their natural solutions and you'll get 20% off your order. You can use the code CMOS20, of course, for 20% off. And it's time for you to give your medicine cabinet an upgrade by using Hilma. Now back to the podcast. Okay, we're back. I think my brain cells are on a straight line now. Hopefully, Emma, hopefully. What about you? I think so. I'm just going to pretend that they are. Yeah, that's how we're going to get through. So food and diet. We're going to get into things you can and cannot control. Not so much products, because I think that's going to be like very individualized, as is anything with wellness and especially spending your money on like some new toner is going to solve a huge problem but you can control what you do and do not consume food wise yeah and who knows you could be a wellness god and you still could have acne flare-ups like us it happens proof that wellness gods aren't perfect yeah it's okay we can have some fatal flaws your gut can be perfect on the inside your skin's not perfect on the outside it's okay we accept you so 
Fluid and inflammation is going to be the first section. I think when I think about my own skin, the only time I am really concerned is if I have some sort of flare-up, breakout, acne. My skin is pretty normal. I get a lot of chin acne. Uh, I get a lot of chicken, chin acne as well. Chicken acne. <laughs> I also can have like dark circles, but that's from like hella coffee. Yeah, like. definitely. And something I've never been able to solve is my chin acne. Like for years, I used to work at a place in the West Village called Cat Beauty, which is a green and natural beauty place. We'll get into this a little bit more later in the episode. And so immediately when I worked there, you know, thrust into this new world of what the hell is clean, natural, use your favorite buzzword, beauty. I was starting to try out products that were, you know, more natural alternatives. I grew up going to Target. I didn't have a moisturizer until I was like 16. I would like put Vaseline on my face, which TVH is a good thing to do. My grandma and my mom swear by it. They do not use skincare products and their skin is great. My mom doesn't either. Yeah, like I was using Dove soap. Um, So the whole skincare game for me like wasn't really something I wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow's daughter we'll say um but I felt like when I started to work at cap I got more conscious of like oh maybe I need to like put have a 30 step routine I'm sure if you're a girl that's on Instagram you also have felt those pressures like so many products being thrown at you and so I was like okay I'm inflamed what can I do about it and so food is like the biggest way that I think I have seen results in my skin if I even want to call them results I guess But there are going to be like some common food groups that I'm sure you've heard about that are going to fuck up your skin and break you out. So we're going to go through those and kind of talk about what you can and cannot do. So basically with inflammation, it's going to be when your blood sugar rises, just like when you eat eat a food that inflames you, your body's going to release insulin, which can lead to inflammation. And so most of the time when you hear about like holistic nutritionists talk about inflammation with food and skin they're going to be talking about high glycemic index foods those are going to be the ones that trigger this insulin response the biggest thing you're going to hear is eliminating processed foods processed carbs white sugar you might be able to decrease the amount of insulin which is going to reduce the oil and acne production on your face so this is difficult because for me, whenever I think about an elimination diet, one, my head goes to eating disorder. Same. <laughs> Two, there are so many foods that are considered to be in like that are uh, contradictory to an inflammation or an elimination diet. So like, let's say you cut out beans, but you're still eating dairy. Let's say you cut out dairy, but you're still eating soy. You, you're going to have to go to a point where you're literally eating nothing. nothing. And for me, I don't think ever I mentally could do that. No. To quote, like, maybe find the cure for my skincare product. Like, ooh, maybe, like, I am... I went down a rabbit hole because I thought I was allergic to nightshades. I was like, oh, like, tomatoes and eggplants be fucking I've me gone up. down the nightshade rabbit hole as But well. then, meanwhile, I was eating beans and tofu. So, like, those could have been the devil, too. Yeah. So that's just to say, like, if you really want to get into this entire, like, elimination diet game... Start making a journal of what you buy, how often you eat out. Like, if you're eating out, you don't know how much oil, fat, whatever they're putting in your food. Yeah. Um, And, like, Kate and I have talked about this before. Like, you know, a food journal is, like, a really great way to do this. You know, like, writing down your meals. And then you can, like, take notes of, like, what your skin looks like the next day. If you, like, notice that, like, oh, yeah, I, like, did eat, like, you know, ice cream with my friends. And then the following day, I, like, broke out or saw, like, inflammation, like, on the skin. But I'd be a good indicator. I think if anyone, if you have body dysmorphia, (laughs) you're definitely going to have, like, acne dysmorphia, too, where, oh, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe just with, like, eating disorders, too. Like, oh, I ate cake. I'm going to break out. Like, I think you get, like, a psycho response in your head as well because you're like, oh, I ate this bad product. It's automatically going to cause me to have acne. Meanwhile, it might not. 
So with an in, uh, elimination diet, it's going to be the only real medical way to know what's the culprit. I think a lot of times with dietary changes, it's like, is this marketing or is this a medical choice you're making? And with an elimination diet, it's going to take a long fucking time. The best way to do it would be in a course of five to six weeks that you would slowly reintroduce food groups to see if there's a trigger. Once again, I don't think I ever could commit to that. I'm just at the point where I'm going to have chin acne till I die. Maybe not. Maybe when I'm older, my hormones go away. But that's like the biggest, I think, thing you can do if you want to look at this from a more medical response versus just cutting out random shit. And I feel like you should like probably work with like some sort of like health practitioner to do this and not just on your own because like that can be like extremely (laughs) overwhelming and they'll have like a healthy way to like pave this way or like road to like ensure that you're still like eating enough yeah and we don't want it to get to like a restrictive place where you're just like well now i can't eat dairy gluten wheat soy this and you're just eating broccoli like it's it could cause worse health problems down Mm -hmm. the road so these are some of the biggest food groups that anyone says you should think about maybe if you're experiencing acne or skin issues so the first one, as we all know, is dairy. Um, most of a, most of us are like lactose, like intolerant. Um, plus, dairy has growth hormones and that are not made for humans. So that's why a lot of people do experience a lot of like acne or like breaking out from dairy, and that's why many people stray away from dairy. Um, I have not consumed dairy, I think, since I went vegan and. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like my skin has, like, maybe slightly improved because of not consuming it, but also who fucking knows. Oh, we went to Levain. Oh, we did go to Levain. And Van Leeuwen. And Van Leeuwen. My skin was fine the next day. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Again, skin is a mystery. Yeah. Um, the next big one is soy. So, soy products, they contain phytoestrogens, which are elements that are found in plants that are structured similarly to estrogen that we naturally produce in our bodies. And so, phytoestrogenic plants can affect our hormones by altering the levels of estrogen estrogen relative to other sex hormones, such as, like, androgen. And so, yeah, phytoestrogenic plants can suppress estrogen and then up the androgen. And and the overproduction of an androgen can lead to acne breakouts, as it'll encourage our glands to produce more oil. So the biggest thing I've heard about soy from a consumer's perspective is to consume organic soy when you Mm -hmm. can. Fermented soy as well. So that's going to be things like Like tempeh, tempeh, natto. Yes. (laughs) Um, Edamame is fine, but Mm -hmm. a lot of like soy milks could have like different and or even just compounds. thinking about, like, soy-based, like, meat alternatives. Like, those oh, yeah. are also just, like, heavily processed and are going to be filled with, you know, other, like, salts and, yeah, other ingredients that could cause some harm. Yep. Um, next one is alcohol. So, our blood vessels will dilate and lead to a flushed face once we consume alcohol. And also, alcohol um, can dehydrate you. So, again, that's why you're going to, you know, maybe, like, a little puffy, perhaps, the next day. And then we have processed sugar. Again, everyone knows that like processed sugar can be the devil. Um, But so excess sugar sticks to amino acids that are present in collagen and elastin through a process called glycation. And this process can increase the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. So if you're consuming like a lot of processed sugar, it's just going to speed up the process of like aging. And glycation can also inflame acne and rosacea. Oh, what is it Mark Hyman always says? He's like, inflammaging. Inflammaging, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, take a shot from Mark Hyman. We love him over here. And then last one, gluten, um, especially like refined carbs, like white bread and pastries. And if you are, if you do have celiac disease, you can experience other type of skin conditions called like dermatitis, which we'll get into in a second. Mm-hmm. 
Next is a fun section that I think all you girlies care about. So it's going to be the gut and skin axis. So thinking about the skin microbiome, like I said in the beginning, your skin is your largest organ. So like what you're putting on your skin, your body is going to be consuming, which I don't think is like a mind thing we think about often and like household products and everything that your body's coming into contact with will probably affect your internal health. So the skin microbiome is going to be home to trillions of bugs that live in our skin with over a thousand bacterial species, 80 fungi species. Many of them can be found in the gut. So things like candida, strep, and staph infections can start in the skin microbiome. And then with the gut-skin axis, it's basically like our gut microbiota is in constant communication with the skin. So there's going to be like a lot of you know, communication between the both. Um, and so research has shown that anything damaging your gut microbiome can influence what is happening to the skin and it, as it will trigger a stress-related response in the skin. So if there's something occurring in your gut, your body might react by showing some sort of skin condition. Um, these can include things such as rosacea. So people with SIBO, which is small intestines, bacterial overgrowth, they're 10, more, it's 10, more, 10 times more prevalent in people who have rosacea. And there's been limited studies on this, but it has found that an improvement in rosacea after following a successful treatment in bacteria overgrowth, as like certain foods can trigger or amplify rosacea. So, you know, eating just like a fiber rich and prebiotic foods could help address this issue. Next is going to be dermatitis, which is an itchy skin rash. And it is a very common skin symptom for those who suffer with celiac disease. About 10 to 15% of people who have celiac disease will experience this. And it's because it's the body's reaction. Um, it reacts by producing certain antibodies, which will bind to the epidermal transglutamize protein, which triggers a skin reaction. So it's just like your body's reaction to consuming uh, gluten. And then lastly, acne, again, high glycemic foods can increase insulin-like growth factor, which will increase production of sebum and oil, which can lead to, you know, sits, whiteheads, etc. All your favorite devils that will ruin your life. Um, so overall, I think you guys know about gut health enough as if you want to go listen to that episode, mm-hmm. I think it's episode seven, maybe, I don't know, nine. I don't remember. Eh, I don't know. Y'all Everything's can, a blur. Y'all can dig. Um, but as I said in that podcast, I think Most people are very aware, I think, of eating fermented foods, but those are technically not going to be the medical grade of qualifying as a probiotic. Like, it has to have a species strain and, like, it has to fall within a medical category. And so you could be, like, drinking your kombucha and eating your kimchi, but you're still not getting a lot of the conferred health benefits unless you are taking it in a capsule form, which is why I think that is, like, the most important supplement you probably could be taking, in addition to things like B12 and... A multivitamin probably or vitamin d so looking for a probiotic supplement was going to help to restore this gut friendly bacteria and that could help alleviate symptoms of inflammation in your skin that you see another thing that can inflame the skin that's like another i think under the radar thing is eating too much salt i know that i can sometimes eat spoonfuls of miso paste and i don't think a lot of young people think about their salt intake i feel like a lot of older people like worry about like sodium and buying reduced sodium soy sauce and whatever but i was thinking about sodium in the context of skin because if you're constantly dehydrating yourself and you know, you could buy things like a lower sodium tamari, so then you still can incorporate your favorite salty flavors, like an umami or a miso or a maldon. Also, takeout foods are, once again, like we talked about, are going to have a lot of sodium in them. So it's just a great opportunity for you to cook and make your own foods to help control some of your skin. 
The next thing that I see that absolutely drives me crazy is drink more water. Every, like, yeah, that's a wellness uh, tip, yeah. but, like, oh, my God, like, walking is also like, a but wellness we tip. we know. Yeah, like, I don't know. Everyone really, knows we need to be drinking water. If I see one more girl post some selfie of her with a cup and it's like, drink your water, I'm going to, like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. But <laughs> it's just so irritating, and I think that's, like, a common prescription given to people with, like, skin issues. It's like, you just need to drink your way out of that with water. Yes, water does hydrate your body from inside out. We, yes, of course. No one, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have been fucking shoved that down our throats if it wasn't medically (laughs) true. But there is that shit where people are like, you need to drink your body in water. Just drink water and you'll be fine. Yeah, but like you need to drink your water based on how many kilos you are and calculate it and then like get a timer for when you need to drink water and you have an app. You know, those like silly water cups that have like motivational like saying it's like you're almost there like stupid stuff like i'm that. gonna make one and say <laughs> shatter this bottle or something like <laughs> fuck that so that whole like prescription of like you need to drink water and your body weight is actually not proven research you eat your water with food it turns out crazy to think that our body is like a system that knows what it's doing before all these fucking yuppie mommies with water cups told us that like we need to somehow drink all this water so your body's going to eat enough rich water foods, and then you should measure your water based on something called your thirst, like an actual fucking signal from your body. So look at the color of your pee. It's not that deep. Like, don't worry about logging your water and all that stuff. I want to take the pressure off there because that's not going to like give you glowing skin. I don't care how many you know, unsolicited wellness influencers are going to tell you that drinking water, like Emily Oberg, she has some stupid shirt, like (laughs) drink water and be a rich idiot. People like love, well, also it's like, it's more to it than just water. And also like genes and like DNA is going to like impact it. And I, I hope Emily Oberg (laughs) actually hears me one day. I don't, I mean, she's blocked me, but I hope someone gets that audio clip. I don't even know what I just said. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, the next question we got was, did you guys think going vegan cleared your skin for me? Yes. Because before I was vegan, I was eating disorder mode and I was eating hundred calorie snack packs, highly processed. I like was not touching vegetables. And so I think that was like the shift, like going from depriving yourself of calories. My skin was so dry and flaky to now going and eating like a plant rich diet. Yes. I dramatically saw differences. Emma. I don't really remember. I feel like I actually kind of started breaking out more. I remember getting like always whiteheads on my chin. I think it's because like when I first went vegan, I was like literally consuming no fat. Mm, and yep. so I think that was like my body's reaction to like not getting fat was just like breaking out because healthy fats can contribute a lot to having healthy and glowing skin. I feel like, you know, before I made that shift, I was eating like decent, decent amount of fats and like eating oil and like, you know, avocados and shit. shit. Yeah. Like normal shit. Take a shot for high carb, low fat veganism entering Once the podcast again. again. Yeah, low fat diets are going to make your skin dry. You're going to lose your period. Your body's going to shut down on some vital organs. Turns out your skin is a vital organ. So I think plant foods, obviously, like eating whole plant foods is going to help your skin if you're not doing that already. But it's going to be individualized. Like, once again, going vegan is not going to get rid of your acne. The next step of becoming a wellness god, <laughs> uh, hormonal acne. We talked about this in the past podcast a little bit, yeah. but your hormones are going to drop before your period, which will cause breakouts. Estrogen, progesterone levels drop around day 18, rise around 22, drop again. Their lowest point at day 28. So that's the last part of your cycle, basically the last part of the month before you are preparing for your next period. So the worst things that are going to like 
inflame you even more when you are staging up for the next part of your cycle are going to be things like sugar, alcohol, all of these quote, I don't want to put labels on foods being good or bad, but these are just foods that can be inflammatory according to scientific data on them. The best thing you can do, I think, is to have things that you can reach for so you can honor your cravings. Like being prepared for, once again, I might be more hungry during that time of the month. I might be craving chocolate. I might be craving sweets. Do I want to have like a loaf of banana bread ready? Do I want to have chocolate bars ready? Get some honey mamas. Get some sun scoop ice cream. Uh, Really honor your cravings during that part of the month. I think that's the best thing you can do. And just like try to forget, you know. If you break out or whatever. Accept it. No, every girly goes through it. Yeah, we all You'll have. You'll be back to a glowing goddess like in a week. Yeah, we all have, I think, parts of the cycle where like our skin is not so hot. There's going to be different hormonal imbalances and just like learning to live with your cycle, I think, is the most important thing you can do um, and not beat yourself up over it. So yeah, the next part we're going to get into is going to be about what do I do in the whole world of skincare? What do I buy? How do I look out for? What the fuck is clean beauty? Tincture, tincture, tincture. Get on the tincture train, CMOS release, because today's sponsor is Wooden Spoon Herbs. My favorite from Wooden Spoon Herbs is the fire cider to kickstart my immune system. Anxiety Ally is my BFF, and I use her to jazz up my silly little coffee while I'm a girl boss who's on the go. If you're sick of your adaptogenic dust separating in your mug, Go get some tinctures from Wooden Spoon Herbs and use code CMOS for 15% off your order. Now back to our silly little podcast. You know Emma and I can't shut up about starting your day with the perfect oatmeal toppings. And you're probably thinking, what could be better than securing a bag of maca powder or matching with a boy who actually knows what adaptogens are? Um, hello, a large and juicy medjool date. That's why we're so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Julie's. Julie's is a pantry staple for all the wellness gods. Their hand-picked medjool dates from Coachella Valley, California are certified USDA organic, naturally vegan, and free of all allergens. There is no better way to snack on Jolie's than with your favorite nut butter or on a bowl of oats. And Jolie's even has a date syrup to drizzle on a stack of pancakes. So if you want to taste some Jolie's for yourself, definitely use code CMOSGIRLIES for 15% off your first order. Now back to the show. Sup, CMOS gang. We're back. Kate and I uh, are hydrated queens. We had some silly content that we had to film for the IG page for self-promotion. If you want to know what's going on, like when we podcast, it's typically like we record. Emma and I both have our separate little um, phone time where we like <laughs> sit in the same room apart from each other and both sit on our phones. That's the best way to hang out. Just it, don't even talk to each don't other. Don't even talk to each other and both be on your own social media. So we needed to attend to some Instagram filters. Uh, As always. Over yeah. Here. You know, business matters. Business. You wouldn't understand because you're not a wellness girl. <laughs> you don't have a meme page to run. Girl boss, yeah. It's pretty tiring. Okay, so the next part of the podcast is going to be about greenwashing. I've like thought about this a lot in the context of climate change and like how green products, eco-friendly this, sustainability, kind of like as myself, I'm involved in the sustainability space and I find it to be bullshit a lot of the times. This gets into skincare because I think, you know, when you're reading products, it's like, oh my God, what's going to be the most natural? What's going to be the most organic? The most Also, that all, that's all like BS. They're just like buzzwords. Such buzzwords. So as someone who works in clean beauty, this is my kind of like spiel about it. Like, is clean beauty worth the hype? 
So as I've talked about regulation before, there's only going to be 11 cosmetic ingredients that are banned by the FDA. When you look at what's going on in Europe, there's over 1,300 ingredients banned. So we really (laughs) don't fucking, yeah, we really love freedom so much that we just (laughs) kill ourselves over here. Basically that like can get you into the fact that our products can just be latent with whatever the fuck we want. So even with the very bare minimum, like FDA and FTC regulations that we have in place, companies can still say whatever the fuck they want. They can say natural, they can say green, they can say eco, and there's no clear definition as regulated by the government. So some things that I have learned as a consumer, just from working in skincare with a lot of estheticians, dermatologists, is that you should avoid products with water as the first ingredient. It's kind of like when you look at a food product and, you know, the first ingredient is like some weird process, like hydromexylalidine <laughs> word. Probably not something our ancestors are eating, so you probably shouldn't avoid it. With water, it kind of tends for companies to say, like, this is a really high impact, like, performance product. Meanwhile, you're just getting a fucking serum of water. The next one is to avoid products with fragrance. So cosmetic companies, thinking of, like, perfumes and fragrances, they're not required to disclose what's inside their ingredients because they're considered what are called trade secrets. So that's a huge loophole for any skincare company to exploit and makeup and fragrance, hair, bath products, because they could potentially include harmful ingredients in their product just because it has a fragrance in it and now it's at this new classification level. So avoid things with water as the first ingredient, avoid products with fragrance. Next part, clean does not always mean natural. So clean refers to products that favor natural ingredients, yes. So you're going to be favoriting using products that are like made with spirulina or made with algae or jojoba oil, etc. But it also can they also can incorporate synthetics that are deemed safe for the people on the planet. So they're not going to be deemed like good for you or like good for your skin gut barrier, but it's safe enough. It's kind of like um, when you get to all those like stabilizers and nut milk, Mm -hmm. they're safe enough for you to eat. Are they good for you to eat? Probably not. Um, As I said before, the terms like clean, natural, green, etc. aren't regulated by the FDA. So like anyone can market the ingredient as clean if they want to. Two other things to watch out for are going to be parabens. I'm sure most people that are involved in wellness are kind of aware that they're preservatives that help products last longer. It's kind of like, you know, your artificial ingredients in your food products. Mm -hmm. And another one that could lead to your chin acne that was kind of an eye-opening one to me is called SLS sodium lactal sulfate some shit like that big words love big words and i'm not gonna look it up it's called sls (laughs) um it's going to be a product that helps removes oils and allows for foams to foam meaning that it cleans it products and it's often found in things like shampoos shower gels but the main thing that i found out with sls is looking at toothpaste so if you get a lot of chin acne and, you know, sometimes you brush your teeth and let's say a little bit of residue gets onto your chin and you have a toothpaste with SLS in it, that could be a culprit. Um, so look for SLS free toothpaste when you are on the hunt for your next, you know, buzzword natural toothpaste that you want to fucking buy. But if you get to a point where you're hitting a wall and you're like, I can't do this elimination diet it's going to trigger my fucking eating disorder... You are frustrated with your skin. You still want to seek help. Once again, seek out a professional, whether that be someone kind of guiding you down foods to avoid that they could think, or if it's getting a routine that works for you. Mm -hmm. But kind of when you're looking for, I think, a professional, like why the hell are they going to be, you know, giving blanket prescriptions? Like you should just go vegan. Like if they're giving that to everyone in their office, that's really not tailored to your needs. Just like if they're saying you need to go buy $200 worth of products. 
that's they're trying to sell you a product, obviously. So that's just something to advise to our longer, younger listeners that might be influenced by what professionals, quote, say. You probably could do some Googling and figure that out, too. Some products that I would say to look for are sunscreen. I've been on the record as a sun, not a sunscreen truther, but I'm like... I literally don't apply it. Yeah. I like, forget. <laughs> I forget to apply it, and I know I should, and I know, I know, I know I should. Everyone um, who says they do apply sunscreen is lying. Yeah, I just think that's a hard one that I need to get over and, like, rip the Band-Aid off. If anyone has a nice skincare or a sunscreen recommendation, I've used the Glossier one and the Coco Kind one. I've used the, the Super Goop one. I just don't love any of the sunscreens I have. Sunscreen's a hard one to fall in love with. Next one is a serum. So if you want to look for, like... A serum that actually will target, you know, health properties are going to be like a vitamin C or vitamin E serum. Also products with niacinamide. Once again, this is not a skincare product. Go listen to the Dewey Dudes if you want that behavior going on. But that's kind of like the skincare stuff, I guess. I think also like being intentional, just like you wouldn't take 20 supplements overnight. Don't go out and make a 20-step skincare routine. I've been trying to like reduce how many products I use because A, I'm fucking tired of spending money. Yep. And I just, like, have not experienced anything that, like, has really provided me great benefits. The only thing that I actually, like, do enjoy and I feel like has helped me is, like, rosehip oil Mm -hmm. randomly. Yeah. Everything else is just, like... A joke. A joke. (laughs) Yeah. I tell myself it's working, but there's there's nothing. Yeah. I've been on so many different, like, products and routines that I can't tell what's working. And I've been on the point where I want to, like, literally not use a skincare (laughs) product right now. Um, The only time that I really, I think, enjoy a skincare routine is I really like face masks. Like, I really Mm -hmm. like not taking care of my skin and then just applying a face mask, which sounds really stupid. But, yeah, if you have, like, any sort of routines and rituals like that that maybe could make skincare more enjoyable for you. Um, Some natural remedies and tips that we have, you know, come across and seen. I'm sure all of you girlies have seen jade rolling and depuffing and face massaging. I've been doing the face massaging here and there. It's like a fun way to Tell use me more. Your, it's a fun way to use your hands and it's a way to so um, wait, wait, drain oh, the lymphatic. What do you do? You have to the, like, so you drain your lymph nodes and so your I think your lymph nodes are kind of like around like your neck area. And so you start off with like the neck massaging it. If you just type in like face massaging tutorial on YouTube, there's like 10 minute vid- long videos and they're really relaxing. And so it just like helps like drain the lymph nodes and then you kind of do like face sculpting stuff. So it's like Mm. certain hand things that you do i highly recommend it's really fun if you're like bored on a friday night you're like what to do do that yeah Um, i also jade roll and then i sometimes will use an ice cube if i you know just to kind of brighten the face depuff in the morning yeah everyone says you should put your jade roller in the fridge i don't even know where my jade roller is (laughs) probably like under kate's bed yeah i have a gua sha that i've been using and i got told by like trillions of people i've been using it incorrectly i'm like this is just something for me to like not be on my phone you know like it's a a new routine that I can use I've also not read into this but I know that a lot of people that are involved in like holistic nutrition are really into Chinese face mapping so if you're prone to breakouts let's say on your forehead you could be having this sort of liver issue or kidney issue so that could be a fun area of research for you I haven't gotten down that rabbit hole yet (laughs) so I'm not going to say that I'm an expert on it but another you know ancient practice of like how to take care of your skin in conjunction with your health that could be fun um there's other you know fun little supplements it wouldn't be a what the fuck is CMOS podcast without a few supplements that we take and enjoy the first one is tocos um it's short for toco tretinols and it's derived from the brand of organically grown rice and tocos it's a rich source of fat soluble natural 
vitamin E and vitamin E is great for connective tissue and skin. Um, I feel like I was taking the mood belly, like cloud powder for a while. And I actually did see really great results. I think my skin was just like a lot more glowy looking. And now I use the big old bag of sun potion tocos. Oh my God. I still have mine. I, yeah. I still have mine too. Uh, love her. Another option is also Tremella. I feel like this has been kind of gaining some traction. I know like Opina Co, their like vegan collagen uses Tremella. And there's another brand that sent me a Tremella mushroom powder. But it's been used in traditional Chinese cuisine for centuries. And it has high amounts of vitamin D, which is known to be good for cell growth. And also has high amounts of polysaccharides. And so it's going to act similar to that of hyaluronic acid by pulling moisture into the skin. Yeah. The next one you can do is vitamin D. I feel like this is just a well-known thing that with any sort of vitamin D deficiency, it could lead to things like eczema or psoriasis just because your body is like not getting a vital nutrient, basically. Um, I'm sure as wellness girls all know that we should be supplementing that one. Um, For products, I also love the big bag of sun potion that I feel like is going to be staring at me till I'm dead. I have so much. Great investment, though. Yeah, great investment. Like, if you're looking for a Tocos, I would say Defco there. I know Moon Juice probably has something. Yeah, they do have one. (laughs) Me, like, being a fucking advising people. This this brand has something. Oh, and if you're wondering, like, what the fuck do I do with Tocos? Throw it in your coffee. Yeah. I add it in my coffee in the morning, and it's really gummy. Or even, like, if you want to add it to your oats or something. Yeah, you can toss it in a smoothie. You can get crazy with the Tocos. My yogurt bowls recently have been going insane. (laughs) Uh, Give me me your powders. I'll give you my powders. Uh, the cricket protein. Well, okay, so I will take my Coco June. Shout out Coco June. I will take a protein powder and do, you know, a scoop or whatever the fuck, however much nutrition my body needs. And then I'll add a tablespoon of Tocos because I'm just like, I don't really want this in my coffee, whatever. I've been trying to drink less coffee. Uh, I'm getting a cold brew later today, so we'll see how that goes. But I've been doing my tocos, and then I'll do some dusts. So I've been going through my moon juice, like, branded dusts, whether it's, like, spirit dust or love dust or potato <laughs> dust. <laughs> Sorry. I love moon juice. I'm literally an I affiliate for them. But, like, yeah, it's, like, funny names. Okay, whatever. Cool. So I've been doing that. I've also been doing cinnamon, maca, sea salt, vanilla. We're, like, getting crazy. Psyllium husks, maybe, if I want to just, like, feel something. Yeah, so uh, that's a fun way to get your tocos in, basically. That was the fucking rant of that. I was like, what am I I've been adding aloe vera gel powder, like, into mine. Powder? Yeah, it's, like, aloe vera powder that I have that I'm, like, what else am I going to do with this? (laughs) And then with my hemp protein sludge, that literally is, like, gray. So I'm, like, eating, like, cement. Yeah. We should get food coloring just to, like, make our yogurt bowls, like, orange Uh, yeah that'd be cool okay next foods to eat uh there's a lot of research about fatty acid ratios which i feel like we've done a lot of like podcast talk about like omega-3 fatty acids and why they're important basically they're necessary to help keep your skin thick supple and moisturized it's going to be a deficiency can actually cause dry skin so where can i go get my omega-3 fatty acids you're probably already eating them if you're a wellness god like you're probably eating your Cheese walnuts seeds. you're probably Hemp eating seeds. your che- yeah 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 we don't gotta rant to you fish is a great one though because you're getting a bang for your buck you're getting both vitamin e and omega-3s shout out to fish we love you salmon um and salmon we trust yeah honestly that's a good meme okay next <laughs> um i already said this walnuts avocados are going to be other great fat sources healthy fats are going to help boost your skin 
don't be a high carb low fat vegan girly literally nothing will nothing will be good just get out of it another one is just like foods that are rich in zinc because a zinc deficiency can contribute to eczema uh, so this will be like oysters, hemp seeds, legumes, almonds, you name it. Yeah. I kind of want to try oysters, but I'm... Also- we should go to like a, a raw bar. Like, <gasps> does Odeon have like oysters? We need... We're going there. I'm Hot girl something. summer part 12. of 12. Kate and Emma eat oysters and like french fries at the Odeon. We need to go... I Yeah. We need to not be seen, but be seen. That's be my seen, favorite activities with Emma. Like, I, we want to go places and like sit in like a dark cave, but like go to all the places where people go. Yeah. We can drink what like stupid little. They probably have like an espresso martini. Yeah, we can honestly, be hot. Downtown. I will drink. I can be hot downtown New York girlies. What if I was really pretentious and like I don't drink, but you guys have Gia. Do you guys have kombucha? Gia. <laughs> Do you have kin? <laughs> Do you have kin euphorics? Do you have what else could there be? I don't know. Maybe we'll, probably some other crazy shit. Maybe we'll start some weird non-alcoholic beverage no that's that's cringe behavior yeah there's too many beverages on the market no one eats another beverage <laughs> do you guys have calm magnesium <laughs> can you make me a calm magnesium martini okay that is sus i feel <laughs> like if you see the white powder of calm magnesium being <laughs> into a drink you're thinking Run. you're getting drugged yeah. yeah wow that's a wellness way to drug yourself before bed okay um, <laughs> that's, oh, that's the episode that's the episode now, now we just chat now we just chatty chat so hope you learned something about skin and food i hope you don't cut yeah, everything just, like, out know that like you could do all these things and still not see results yeah you could get all the fancy products you want to and you're still gonna have issues it'll be really difficult to figure things out basically we're just giving you the lifelong veteran experience of hating how our skin looks yeah, and we love to just hate <laughs> growing with it. Yeah. So if you like today's pod, leave us five stars in the Apple Review Store and don't leave us a hate review. I'll probably cry. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> we, got a, we, got a, we got a gnarly we got one. one. We got a gnarly one. <laughs> it took me for a loop. Someone's like, y'all need microphones. Bitch, like, Venmo me. Yeah. Here's my Venmo. You can pay me. So what, what else did they say? Sounds stupid. I hate their voices. Love the meme page, though. They're so judgmental. Bitch. It, this is all a joke. Girlies, <laughs> you don't be knowing. Like, it, it's a joke. <laughs> It'd be like, a joke. Like, you're you're asking me to be a news source, and I'm a meme page. I'm just another e-girl trying to educate other e-girls. Yeah, really. If you listen to some other e-girl podcasts and you come to us, then go leave a review. Because I find that we put a lot of effort into this more than your average chatty Cathy's, okay? <laughs> so, if you want to Venmo me for a microphone... Do it. Otherwise, we're going to be stuck in my fucking broke-ass iPhone, whatever version I have. And just wait until, like, Kate and Emma, like, move into an apartment over, like, Myrtle Broadway. Like, (laughs) you just hear subway, the subway train, like, every three seconds. Like, that's what's going to, that's what it's going to be in a few months, girlies. So be grateful for what you got right now. Yeah, literally be grateful that you're hearing our voices at all. (laughs) I'm going to get Emma and I a boom microphone. (laughs) We're going to be in the middle of Washington Square Park filming our podcast. We have noises of skaters in the fucking background, so... Don't hit me with a hate review, okay? My serotonin's already under the garbage can right now. I have not talked to a man in fucking 22 days, so... Yeah, Kate's doing... Kate's thriving over here. The only detox I will support is away from straight men. Uh, literally, fuck you, Sakar Life. <laughs> I'll never do your detox program. Um, okay, uh, I think Emma and I are gonna go... Yeah, off to get some cold brew from La Colombe, and then we're gonna vibe out at High Vibe. <laughs> yeah, fun health store we can take you into. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys hear that? It's a siren. I think that's uh, my time to go, so no one leaves a hate review about how bad our fucking podcast is. <laughs> Bye.
but we love you, CMOS girlies. Peace and love as always. Um, TTYL, and I hope you enjoyed episode 23. We don't know what the title is, but you'll know tomorrow. You'll know tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the What the Fuck is CMOS podcast.